When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings. Go to DraftKings.com, use the promo code DNVR. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by uh, Snooze Sleep. Snooze is uh, Snooze and their new Snooze Flip, which is one of the most universal mattresses on the planet. You can customize your sleep experience to fit your needs. One side is soft, one side is firm, and you can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover is also reversible with one side up to five degrees cooler and cozy warm on the other side. The zippable cover makes the Snooze Flip a true four-in-one mattress. I am your host for today, Jesse Montano, uh, alongside my great friend, AJ Hafley. AJ, it's Monday. Uh, it was nice this morning, but it's getting a little gloomy this afternoon. How are you doing today? You see a uh, forecast for this week? Yeah, it looks horrible. I'm surprised I haven't uh, seen multiple tweets from you whining about how this is going to be the worst week of your life. Uh, I deleted one yesterday. I, I was looking at it and I had it half typed out and I was like, you know what? It's only November. I got to I gotta space these out a bit. You know what's, what's weird uh, is the timing of it getting of the big cold snap here. Um. The night of Friendsgiving happens every yeah. year. <laughs> happens every year. We get a uh, we get we get a cold snap on Friendsgiving. Just uh, yeah, just and, and see. Look, doesn't it just make the day worse? No. Wrong answer. It does. We'll we'll try again next time though. But yes, no, it definitely does. The cold weather um, is the worst. It's dark at four forty-five, and. It seems like the sun is just always in your eyes at like prime commuting times throughout the day. Yeah, I uh, drive into the game the other day. I went early 
and mm -hmm. it was like 4 30 and it was like the sun was just setting over the mountain and i was like <laughs> come on cause like, an like, accident it's like right in my eyes i was like <laughs> well and it's i was telling the just... i was like 20 minutes later and i would have been fine it would have been dark it would have been behind the mountain it wouldn't have been like that sharp, like piercing right in my eyes, like right underneath where your sun visor can get to it. Yeah. And it's yeah, just, yeah. just the worst. Um, oh, dude, Steph is back. Congratulations on getting married. Your wedding looked insane. Yes, 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 yes. She hasn't been around for a yeah. while because she's been in the process of getting hitched and then was... going, uh, going on her honeymoon. So that's awesome. Huge congratulations. Uh, longtime supporter was a avid supporter when I was around for the first time. So, uh, yeah, Steph, Steph is a, Steph's a real one. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. Make sure everyone drop her congratulations in the chat. Um, yeah. if you don't congratulate her, you're not a real one and we have to kick you out. Look, we don't make the rules. That's it's you just, know, YouTube. I mean, that's yeah. just being nice. Just being right. polite. It, uh, costs nothing to be nice, dude. Uh, so I think that, yeah, so there's the feel good stuff. Uh, Steph is the feel good story. Now let's get to the, um, I mean, I don't even necessarily want to say the bad stuff for the abs. It's just becoming like another day, another day at the office for the abs. Uh, two more injury, or I guess an injury update on Bowen Byram and then another injury, uh, to JT comfort. Uh, yeah. Injury update on Bowen Byram isn't really an injury update. He's in concussion protocol. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, and, the unfortunate part with that is that you do kind of get into the uh, uh, you, you you do kind of get into the that is the timeline. Jared Bednar's actual quote today was he's in the protocol. He will be back when he feels better. Yeah, straight could up. Could be tomorrow. Could be six weeks from now. Like honestly. Like when, he, when he feels better, he'll be back. And that's such a bullshit for a guy who was really quietly had put himself into the Calder conversation. I don't know if it was going to yeah. stay there. I didn't, I don't, right. I don't have any faith that it was going to be a serious push just because on this defense, you know, he was just, he was going to have too many guys yeah. around him that were going to be, that was, it was going to make it tough. But his play had justified being in that conversation through the first 10 games of the season. Um, and so it's really, it is, it is a really big loss. Once again, no Byram. And, you know, you, you do, you always wonder when guys, when guys get hurt. Um, especially because that didn't look like, you know, last year when it was Keegan Colasar and he left his feet and he kind of kind of smashed his melon into the boards, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. But that one doesn't. It didn't look. It didn't look as bad. And so, being back here, you know, it's just the unpredictability of injuries. It just sucks, man. It really does. Well, it sucks for him. And then especially because everyone was feeling good because that next day he's back at practice, full yeah. participant. He's flying around. He said um, he was feeling good. Everything was fine. You know. Uh, yeah. Bednar was like, Hey, he feels good. We'll see how it goes. And, and yeah, Bednar said he was going to be evaluated, reevaluated after that practice. Everything seemed to go great. And then that next morning, um, at morning skate, yep. uh, Byram, not on the ice. And, and that was when Bednar told everyone. Yeah. Uh, woke up this morning, not doing great. Um, so I'm seeing some stuff in the chat, uh, about, um, 
how, how do you pronounce it? Obey Kubel. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to some of the Nicholas line combinations. Obey yeah, Obey Kubel. Uh, we're going to get to the line combinations and stuff. But first, we do want to talk a little bit about JT Confer. Um, Jerry Benar said after the game uh, on Saturday uh, that he wasn't doing well. Uh, that that it appeared to be some type of low, uh, some type of lower body. He pulled something, is what he said. Um, he's not at practice. Uh, JT Conference not at practice today. And then Jared Bednar says that he's going to be out approximately a month. So this kind of sounds like the same um, prognosis as McKinnon: three weeks, give or take. Uh, are you kind of reading that the same as uh, using that with that verbiage for Confer? Yeah, I mean, he's a month. Um, yeah. All right. We'll see you in a um, month. Yeah. <laughs> so let's pause here and talk about Confer. Uh, a lot of his points have come on special teams, but especially after a disappointing last year. Um, honestly, man, like, he gotten out to a, a really good start for him and a start that he needed, regardless of how you want to qualify the points. Um, a start that the Yavs needed. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he's, he's been their leading power play scorer. Um he he had been hugely he he'd been the the one of the only reasons that their offense was afloat while they were having all these other issues. Yep. Yeah, so, those early games. Yeah, while they were while their top line, you know, this guy's out of the lineup, this guy's in the lineup, this guy's out of the lineup. You know, Comfort was the only guy that was producing some points there for a little while. He was the only reason that they were even competitive in some games. Yeah. Um, because because of his production. So he's it's 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 crazy how fast this stuff happens because this was a guy who was buried on their fourth line last year and sort of an afterthought and you know I think had he had the year last year that was expected of him he might be the guy sitting in Seattle right now struggling through an awful yeah. lot of problems <laughs> yeah uh, and now and now he's you know, he's been such he's just been such an important guy for them early on this year and like and in such a classic JT Comfort way too. Like yeah, he's getting yeah. his head kicked in analytically and he's producing points. But the points yeah. are not coming all of them at five V five. So it's like caveat here, caveat there. But it's like <laughs> also he's producing points. Right. It's one thing it's one thing for Darren Helm to have one even strength point and two short handed points where you're like probably <laughs> isn't gonna continue. Yeah. Um, but, but this, I mean, Comfer has even strength points. He's got points. Uh, he's got six on five points. He's got five on six points. He's got five V five points. Uh, he's got five V four points. He's got four V five points. Like he's, he has contributed to so many different situations yeah. that the nitpicking over the five V five stuff. It's, it's not like one, two, one or two points here. We're talking like 10 well, points. Well, I was like, gonna say, so, <laughs> so he's currently, he's currently sitting at five goal, uh, five goals, four assists through 12 games. And honestly, I maybe even overqualified the points. Only three of those are power play points. So I mean, he's got nine points. So yeah, it makes up a third of, of his overall point total, but to, to, <clears throat> to your exact point, AJ, yeah. uh, it's, it's really not to the level that a lot of people are making it seem, especially when you bump it up against last year. He's 10 goals, eight helpers through 48 games. So he was literally, he was already at half of his production for all of last season through 12 games this year. Well, and and he's not um, the only one. You know, like the, I know that we're, 
uh, I know that I know that we are talking about Confer right now, but like Logan O'Connor has six yeah. points this year. Yeah, which is basically his entire career <laughs> up to this yeah. point in points. He's replicated in twelve games. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't need to make fun of anybody right now, man. No, when, so he when the, when the units work, the units work, fam. He he's. <laughs> Logan O'Connor is actually already at a career high in points. Oh, yeah. For this season. Yeah. Uh, previous high was three goals, two assists uh, for five points. He's at three and three for six uh, to start this season. So let's let's switch over to Logan O'Connor. Um, you know, I know there, there's a couple guys that you could make the argument for, and, and obviously Nazem Kadri is the obvious one. Um, Alex Newhook, who is you know, maybe being looked at as, as one of the top six centers of the future, not maybe he is being looked at to be a top six center of the future. Now if of he the gets future, there is, yes. is, is kind of the, that's in his hands, but Logan O'Connor was skating on the top unit today with Gabe Landeskog and Miko Ranton and at practice in uh JT conference absence. Uh, not at one center, thing, to, not one at thing center. to note here. Yep. Uh, was Miko Rantanen is being slotted in <clears throat> at that center position for now. Obviously, we've seen them do it even with Nathan McKinnon in the lineup. That top line always has a little bit of juggling of who's actually at center, you know, on the shift. Um, a lot of the times that switch it's situational for faceoffs and they end up kind of evening out. Um, but AJ, let's just let's let's get to Miko at center, but let's start with your thoughts uh, on Logan O'Connor on that top line. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's a really interesting alignment uh, that they just and I think it's I think it's it speaks a lot to how well Kadri has played Yep, that away from those guys that they're like, Hey, we don't, we don't want to put Nazem Kadri in between these two guys right now because he is carrying a different line offensively with 14 points in 12 games. I mean, I'm not expecting this to keep up for Kadri across an entire season. Come on. Right. He would be, it would be like a 90-point year if that happened. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, which would obliterate anything he's ever done in his career. But there's no doubt that the guy, the 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 glacial freeze that he had offensively last year, where he had like one goal in 20 games and only like three assists, uh, that that that's in the rear view mirror. You know, it's not to say it doesn't ever happen again, but uh Kadri, Kadri has carried offensively his line and so yeah. i think that's where bedner is saying hey we're gonna we're gonna try and keep that going he wants one of his lines and with the chushkin uh Kadri and burakovsky it's only been two games but they look worlds better now that nuke is yeah. back yeah and he's he's kind of filling that that role that he that he fills with you know, the, the puck retrieval and kind of doing the dirty work and some of the, some of the heavy lifting there um, and playing himself into an expensive contract, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like that line, you keep that line together and then find a solution on your top line. Now, Alex Duhok's had two really good games, but it's also been two really good games. Right. So it's, it's, you know, you're like, uh, you're kind of, you're kind of forced into a situation where you're like, Hey, he's got momentum right now, keeping him in the position where they can continue to pick spots and put him in advantageous positions. I'm talking about uh, new hook. Yes. 
yes. is would is probably the smart play here. Yeah. And because of all this, like you're not going to put Jost up there. You want to you want to continue you want to continue on with these guys in roles that they're comfortable with, goal, roles that they've excelled in, instead of just throwing a guy to the wolves and say, good luck, pal. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Logan O'Connor, you know, I, I don't think that the scoring pace continues, mm-hmm. but I do think that the the way that he's played, the the high effort, the high energy, the physicality, the, the aggressive forechecking and all of that, like that's all good. That's all going to continue. Yeah. Yeah. That's all going to continue. So that's the type of guy that, that that you are interested to see like, okay, what does the little bit bump in ice time do for him? Cause you have that conversation a lot with guys and usually see with guys who are traded or signed for agent contracts. Oh, he'll get, he'll get top six minutes here. And suddenly he's going to become a 30 goal guy. And it's like, no, what's interesting about Logan O'Connor is that effort stays there. He's got the speed. He's got a really nice shot when he, has a chance to get it off. He's got a heavy shot. Um, he's going to be someone to be interesting to see what he does with more ice time because that effort has stayed so consistent. Yeah. And like moving Rantanen into the middle is, is interesting just because Landis Cog is always kind of right. Like moonlighted there a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that it's interesting. It's interesting that that's the solution. That mm-hmm. that's what they want to do with with Miko. Um, good. I'm I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I right now I don't think there's like an I don't think there's like a really obvious solution for them. Right. So for them to just they're like look try stuff. I'm good yeah. with this. This is fine with me. I mean uh, that that the, with with no no comfort and you end up with Jost and Newhook and Abe Cobell. That's a really interesting group, mm-hmm. depending on which version of Abe Cobell you get. Yeah. Because uh, if you get the one from this year and last year, you're going to have a problem on your hands. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a penalty machine that doesn't do anything uh, except just piss you off and frustrate you and put your team <laughs> in, in bad spots. Yeah. Uh, if you get the one from his rookie year, you get the one from two years ago. You're getting a guy. You're you're getting a guy who fits your skating mold. Like you, mm-hmm. he, he moves well, but he's really physical. He's built like a he's built like a tiny little tank. <laughs> yeah, and he he gets up and down the ice really well, but he's really really physical. He's a wide load of a dude. When he when he skates backwards, he's got to make beeping noises to let everybody know. Like he's a big guy. He's he's a really physical guy. And I think that's going to be helpful for them. He's got a little bit of skill, not tons. Mm-hmm. So it'll be which but version do they by. get? Yeah, yeah. Like which version are they going to get here? Um, the guy that the guy that shot 14% in his rookie year is probably asking a little too much. That was a guy that was on pace for like a 40 point season. <laughs> not going to not, not looking not for gonna, that. Yeah. But also not the guy that, fell out of favor really quickly uh, mm-hmm. in Philly last year. And then this season uh, as they, they claimed guys like Zach McEwen in part because uh, Abe Kubel had fallen out of favor with that coaching staff. Yeah. So you're and, talking, and... you're, 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 which, which like, there's a reason a guy's on waivers, right? Right. Like there, there's a reason 
this was not a situation where the Avs got Matt Nieto a few years ago. Where everybody where, put a claim in on Yeah, on where a there guy were 20 was... claims on a guy who yeah. was an, a legit NHL player, and everybody knew that, but the team that he was on just didn't have space. They had too many NHL guys at the time. Yeah. Uh that that Sharks team was just a just a touch too deep for their own good. And they and everybody knew it. Everybody just kept waiting. Um this is not that. Right. This this was this is a guy that has fallen out of favor and whose play has taken a big big step back. So, you know, they're really hoping that they get a guy from a couple of years ago, uh, but a, a different, a different coaching staff, a uh, you know, a change of scenery candidate, all of that goes in their favor. So, you guys keep yeah. asking this question, and <laughs> the answer is going to be no, especially um, while they're going through injury issues. If they're yeah. ever are fully healthy, maybe they consider it at some point, but no. Yeah, he's not, um, he's not even playing. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't I don't get what there's there's no need to yeah beat beat guys up when they're not even playing. Uh, I want to come back to um the 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 line shuffling a little bit um and and Abe Kubel, but we are gonna uh need to remind you guys this is a DNVR Avalanche podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Head on over to, to DraftKings. Uh, use promo code DNVR. Uh, we're also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Uh, with their beer and seltzer being sold right here in the bar. Um, th- we have so many of their beers on tap. I'm still learning the exact number. Uh, so, I mean, it's everything here is good. I mean, we've got the, the, uh, the avalanche, the strawberry sky, uh, the vanilla Porter. Uh, I'm usually having a, a, a Bronco beer while we're doing this show. Um, but honestly, guys, you can find them anywhere. I believe it's all in the lower 48. Now, is that correct? AJ? Yeah. Uh, Breckenridge now available anywhere in the lower 48 United States. Uh, I know we have some of our Canadian friends that can find them every now and then, uh, but they are, they have something for everyone. Uh, make sure to check them out. And when you get down to the bar, uh, check them out there as well. Uh, also brought to you by green mountain dental group. Uh, we've had several of our DNVR listeners switch over to green mountain dental group over the past uh, few years uh, and make them their permanent family dentist. Those listeners have personally reached out to us and let us know uh, how great their experience was and thank us for leading them to such a wonderful practice. There's honestly nothing more rewarding than hearing from our listeners. So please continue to tell us about your experience. Um, if you've made the switch. If you don't know, Green Mountain Dental Group is located in Lakewood. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like us. Uh, I am actually making the switch uh, over to Green Mountain Dental uh, and over there to have some just very routine cleaning and stuff like that done uh, here shortly. So I'm looking forward to uh, sharing my experience right here on the show. Uh, let's get to the second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, again brought to you by uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, head on over to DraftKings.com and use promo code DNVR. Um, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app as well. Again, use that promo code DNVR. Bet $1 um, on either team. uh, A little bit of an outdated read here. Uh, (laughs) uh, Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. As always, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Sorry, we're getting these reads updated, so I had to fumble a little bit there. Uh, but yeah, period two, Jesse Montano, AJ Hayfley. Uh, So let's get back to a little bit of this roster shakeup here. 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, how much of this too, you know, we talked about Kadri staying on that same line. They're plugging in Abe Kubel on that third line with Joseph Newhook. How much of this also, AJ, do you think is just Jared Bednar trying to find any level of consistency in this lineup? You've had a couple games that have gone well. Why, why shake everything up completely when you can kind of plug and play a couple guys? I think that's a big part of it, man. Um, you yep. also have a fourth line that <sighs> Jason Magna has been completely passable as a fourth line center this year. Mm-hmm. The other day I was having a conversation on Twitter before the game and it was like, he's been fine. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to sit here and be like, Jason Magna sucks. And like, <laughs> he's obviously like, he's obviously a replacement level player, but he's not hurting them. It's funny to me that he picked up his first point the other day on a play where a puck hits him. Uh, not, not even like he doesn't make a play. <laughs> a puck bounces off of his stick and Sam Gerard picks it up and makes a dope play to new hook for the goal. And that's how he picks it up. But Megna had a great shift. It yeah. was, it was a good, like he had a good, he had a great shift. Jost had a great shift. Um, they did a great, like that, that whole sequence leading up to the goal was great. Uh, and when we eventually do our plays of the week show this week, uh, that goal, I, I will tell you that goal will be on it. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, the the consistency I think is important because we've seen that outside of taking too many penalties, we've seen Darren Helm starting to get a little more comfortable. Yep, we've seen Kiefer Sherwood. Look, he's been on the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, on if you're going to come in and you're not going to score and you're not going to be particularly dangerous, you're not going to do much. Don't give up scoring chances. Yeah, don't give up <laughs> yeah. shots on goal. Don't be on the ice when the other team has one of their better shifts of the game. Don't give the coaching staff reason to sit you. And for Kiefer Sherwood, it's mostly been mission accomplished. So they're getting by right now with those guys. It's and, and if, if new hook can continue this, because obviously, Hey, it's been two games, but if new hook can continue to, to at least be dangerous, I'm not expecting to score every game. Right. Uh, but if he can continue to be dangerous, if they can create, if and if and if Abe Kubel can can help them out and really fit with them, like that third line is going to be just fine. Uh, yeah. You know, Joe needs to he needs to find his way to some points. Uh, two points in eleven games is we're back to this again. You know, and it's yeah, it's funny because I can think of three really nice plays he's made off the top of his head that created scoring chances where guys including Jason Megna just didn't finish, but <laughs> turned into positive yeah. things um, right. for the team. You know, the Joseph one, is the one that wins. He wins the one V two battle along the boards that creates the new hook goal without, yeah. without that, you know, it's if, if, if Jost just loses that battle and they fly up the boards, that goal never happens. He wins that battle and he, he bought enough time. So well, and the thing yeah, with New Hook too is you need points. Like you have at some point, man, you need production, especially yeah. a guy like Comfort goes out. You're really I mean, your whole fourth line, you're in you're into your bag now of you've right. got you know what a, a guy from waivers and two AHL fill ins for you right. in your in your forward core for the foreseeable future. You need you need your regulars like a Jost to start start to putting start. in some points. Like it's time right. you gotta start chipping in some here. 
Well, and, and to your point, you're not going to expect Newhook to, to be scoring a goal every game. But what you do want to keep seeing from his, I, I think his second game was better than his first. And he's doing the things that he needs to do. If you look at that goal that he scored the other night and then the goal that he had in the playoffs last year, they're almost in identical positions. And he's getting himself to the right spot on, you know, on those plays where he's got goals in the NHL. And that's what he needs to continue to do. Trust in a guy like Tyson Jost to go out and, and dig those pucks out. And then again, we're going to see with Abe Kubel, he's he's supposed to be an energy guy. He's supposed to be a guy that plays physical. And like you said, he's kind of like a little mini tank, right? Is is he going to be digging those pucks out and redistributing? Um, and if Alex Newhook can keep his feet moving and keep getting to the right place, um, maybe that's where some of that production comes from on 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 that line as well. And from in just when you're talking about, you know, you talked about Helm starting to get his legs under him a little bit. Um, that third line looked like it had a little bit of chemistry in this last game. And then again, just adding Nachushkin in back in on that second line, in addition to what Kadri is doing, why are you going to start shaking all that stuff up? Yeah. If you have finally, for the first time this season, found a little bit of gel, um, I don't think it hurts at all to reward a guy like Logan O'Connor, who look, at least from the effort standpoint, and now some of the production has come with it in the last few games, uh, yeah, you know, reward that guy with an opportunity. Um, this is a guy who talked the other night about his confidence growing. You don't think walking into the locker room this morning and seeing the blue jersey hanging from his stall isn't a huge confidence boost for a guy like that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna do wonders. But now that you're the just the thing with LOC is now that you're on the first line, don't change anything. Yeah, 100%. do do what got you there. Um, I'm not. I'm genuinely just not expecting like a first line player to just materialize, materialize <laughs> out of LOC. Right. Right. Um, he's, he's just, come on, but he's, he, he's in that position for a reason. And it's yeah. because of his consistent effort is because of the consistent work ethic. Um, and, and I do like this to me, this is what the system should look like when it works. You know, yeah. you do you reward Alex Newhook for playing really well in the AHL. He comes up, his confidence is is riding high. He plays well for you in place of Sampo Ranta, whose confidence had tanked and didn't do anything in ten games. Yep. You know, you have LOC who starts out lower in your lineup. Confidence is riding high. He's playing the most consistent and the best he ever has. You're having injury issues. You find you you put him up on that top line and see how it goes you're rewarding guys for playing well. You're rewarding yeah. guys for doing for doing things the right way. And you're giving them more looks, more opportunities, more ice. This is what you this is to me this is how this should look consistently. Not with the random bizarro decisions of every NHL coach where they eventually <laughs> will make one where you're just like I don't get yeah. it. Okay, yeah. Uh well, and, and to your point of like, you're not expecting a, a sudden, you know, first line center, first line right. winger to come out of him. Come on. But if, but if he can continue to do the things that made him, that have made him so successful and have got him as much attention as he has this season, he's playing with a couple guys who are going to be able to, like, if he's still digging pucks out, um, you know, creating opportunities for other guys, winning races, uh, winning board battles, like he is going to pick up some points because he's just playing with a couple better finishers than he ever has in his career yeah um and and, and it's going to be a good opportunity for him to to add something else to his game and that when nathan mckinnon and jt confer eventually do come back 
now you have another guy who who has shown that he's got maybe a little bit more upside down in your lineup. Um, and someone put it in the chat earlier. If you can even find a marginal level of success with Logan O'Connor on this top line, obviously, obviously, when you have major absences in your lineup, um, just how much better does his contract look? You know what I mean? Like this yeah, is not a I guy mean, that this yeah. is this is just a free space on on your bingo card at that point. Like, um, yeah, and and I I love what you said there, man. Like. For a fan base that has talked for so long about how the abs don't follow that process very well, um, I think this year has been a really a really good start for them in terms of rewarding guys, giving guys legitimate looks, um, sending guys back when they need to and, and letting them play big minutes and then rewarding them with, with a call-up when they go down there and perform. Um, the, the big thing is it looks – I mean, it's easy to see what they're seeing because in the past it's always kind of just been like, well, they're just sort of choosing guys – like they've right. they've already pre-chosen them. Right. And what's actually happening in the AHL is irrelevant to what's going on. Cause I mean, like, you forget like Martin Cout got six games and he didn't start the season here. Mm-hmm. You know, he went down and he he played well for the Eagles and then he was here and like it was okay. It needs to be better for him to stick long term. But like Sherwood, like Megno, like not hurting him any. Bad things yeah. weren't happening, and and that's your fear when you get guys from the AHL is that you're going to get guys that just can't hang, guys that drag you down. And the Avs that I think have gotten a little bit lucky this year, and that they just haven't had a lot of that. They haven't had those guys just getting obliterated every night. Right. You know, the Ranta was kind of the only one, and his last couple of games, at least Fine. shot metric wise, like went better. They yeah. they went a little bit better. They things had started to turn in a better direction for him, um, and some of that I'm sure is like he was playing next to Kadri and here and there, and he was in a lot of different situations uh, where they were just trying anything to get something good out of him. But with the with where they are right now, I, I mean I think consistency would be great. Obviously, stop losing a guy every game would help, but <laughs> yeah, consistency would be great. Um, to answer a question from the chat, yeah, Francois would be allowed a conditioning stint. Yep. Um, uh, the rules in the NHL are really rigid, and it's been a few years since it's been relevant for the ABS. So I don't actually remember what they are. Um, so I should I should probably dig those up, but I'm pretty sure he would be allowed a conditioning stint. Yeah, I mean, uh, Carey Price did one a couple years ago. Uh, Zach Parise did one a couple years ago. Uh, so yeah, so no, they, they would definitely be able to do that to some extent. I do also want to say you mentioned Martin Kaut. I did see him around the rink yesterday. So there was a Martin Kaut sighting, obviously not on the ice, um, but he is out there. He is still hanging around the team. Uh, DNBR Avalanche podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Uh, download the DraftKings app. Use promo code DNVR. Uh, we're also brought to you by Snooze Sleep. This is one of our sponsors that I think I am most excited about. Um, I hate my mattress that I have right now, so this is one that I'm, I'm really excited to uh, uh, dig into what Snooze has to offer. Uh, don't stress shopping through hundreds of beds online. Uh, snooze flip has all the features in one and they will ship it straight to your door. Again, we talked about it at the top. The snooze flip is one of the most universal mattresses on the planet. You can customize your uh, sleep experience to fit your needs. One side is soft. One side is firm. 
firm, Rudo, if you're out there listening. Uh, you can flip it uh, from one side to the next and find the one that fits your body the best. Uh, the cover is also reversible uh, with one side up to five degrees cooler and uh, nice, cozy, and warm on the other side. Uh, it also has a zippable cover that makes the flip uh, a true four-in-one mattress. Um, and the mattress expands further than most. This is a big trend amongst, you know, you see it on uh, on social media all the time now. Um, everyone's uh, shipping beds straight to your door, but this one expands faster than most of them. Uh, you can be sleeping on your new mattress, same day of delivery. Um, there's a YouTube video of Allie and RK uh, from our DNVR family unpacking there. So make sure uh, you go check it out. Uh, I will not be also- making a YouTube video of me unpacking mine. <laughs> no? <Sorry>. No. <laughs> Just uh, you're just gonna do it like paranormal activity style, and just a live stream of you sleeping all night. See if anything happens. Uh, Not doing that either, because something's gonna happen, and then I'll never sleep again. Because you know so, something will happen. That that's actually always been a fear of mine. Of like, it's like, oh, that'd be interesting to see what's going on. It's like, mm, what whatever's happening while I'm sleeping, I'd probably just rather just uh, let that happen without my knowledge. Yeah, uh, that's what that that's that's you, one of those nights where you accidentally swallow a spider in your sleep you and don't realize it. <laughs> That's actually worse than there being a ghost in your basement. Uh, oh, is that worse? I don't, I don't, I don't know how to measure those. Well, I mean, the, the ghost hasn't messed with you at all yet. Uh, if you do have a ghost in your basement, you're having a hard time sleeping, try out Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, but anything can get delivered to me, I'm all for. What's even better is CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, it's the ultimate gift this time of year. If you have friends, loved ones, or colleagues that suffer from migraines, joint pains, they have IBS, like our friend Brendan, uh, you must give them some CBD-infused coffee. It ships straight to their door, on the, and they will absolutely thank you. Uh, Strava is now giving our listeners 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code DNVR25. That's 25% off your entire order at Strava Craft coffee.com uh when you use promo code dnvr25 at checkout i actually got some of this uh for an old roommate of mine huge coffee drinker and he had uh joint and back pain um when i wasn't with dnvr i actually did use this promo code uh had some ordered for him and it it seriously made a difference it it became his uh go-to uh every morning uh when he was getting up getting going and he really did feel like it made a difference for him so i'm a big believer in uh in strava uh, we are also brought to you by Hassle Cattle Company. I'm going to try to get it right uh, this time so that AJ can't uh, make fun of me. But I don't know if you guys have heard. AJ, I think you have. Uh, we got friends giving coming tomorrow, but it sounds like turkey is out and beef is in. Hassle Cattle is giving our uh, our amazing listeners a holiday special with 15% off your entire purchase. There is nothing better than delicious Wagyu beef as a holiday gift. Uh, serve this up for Thanksgiving tr- and treat your guests right. Uh, send this to family and friends for a unique and unforgettable Christmas gift. And again, they will thank you. Just do all of your holiday shopping through our sponsors and you don't have to get up. They don't have to get up. You can send it right to them. Use a promo code DNVR15 uh, at checkout to receive 15% off your entire purchase. Again, that is DNVR15 to receive 15% percent off your entire purchase uh we've got the wagyu beef burger down here at the bar and i tried it for the first time last week uh and it's for real y'all it is for real the first the first the first bite i took i was like oh yeah that's a good burger um and then every bite after that i was just under my breath like whoa 
really good. Eventually, until Hannah looked at me, she's like, are you okay over there? You like, what are you saying? You keep mumbling after every bite. What's going on? I was like, no, this is just that good. Uh, so it's uh, it's for real. Uh, let's get period three going of the DNBR Avalanche podcast brought to you by DraftKings. <clears throat> Head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, download uh, download the, the uh, DraftKings app. Use promo code DNVR. Uh, Colorado only. Must be 21 or older. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. AJ, the last thing that I kind of wanted to touch on today, uh, Ottawa Senators having some COVID protocol issues. Um, Right now, their games have been suspended through November 20th. The Avs are on the road this week. They're in Vancouver on Wednesday, uh, and then they are in uh, uh, Seattle on Friday. Um, I will be in Seattle for DNVR on Friday. Um, AJ will actually, uh, be in Dallas next week. So we'll be bringing you all of our great coverage, uh, from the road. So this week, you know, as of right now, everything's looking all good and well. Um, but the abs are slated to play the Ottawa senators, uh, November, uh, 22nd, which would be a week from today, next Monday. And again, Ottawa, uh, right now their games are suspended through, November 20th. Yep. Their next three games are postponed and the abs are the fourth game on their schedule. So they're either first game back or if the postponements get extended, then the abs game is in jeopardy right now. The abs game is on that right on that edge. Yep. So they would be the first one coming back. And, and just for people that are, um, you know, confused, this isn't something where they would push the schedule back. They would play the schedule as it's currently constructed and then add those games onto the back. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or and when I say onto the back, and like I mean maybe someone... yeah. The, the the problem is is that the ads have used up most of their three day breaks already in this in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> where they would be yeah. where they would have easily been able to slot a game in. Uh, you know, right. we'll we'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't. We'll hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Hopefully, the the sends get healthy and all their guys are okay and everybody's all right and. Monday's game goes on as planned. Yeah, no, it's it's <clears throat> obviously not a good thing when you see something like this happening because one, that means that guys are getting sick. Uh, Ten and, guys on their list. Yeah, like, and that's <laughs> organizations have a lot of people in them, and and a lot of they don't and, and they don't put the other people on there. <laughs> so right. You know, like there's what was it for Vancouver last year? It was like twenty three total team. Yeah, it was members. A ton, man. It yeah. was their whole. I mean, it ran rampant through that organization. Yeah, and and, <clears throat> but you are encouraged this year because this is the first one we've seen. Where I feel like we came out of the gates last year and you saw a bunch of these right away. I believe yeah. the NHL is down to one unvaccinated player. Um, if if my memory serves me right, so you've got the vaccine there. So that is why I, I do have some faith. Faith. Um that you won't have to see any type of postponements or anything like that beyond hopefully these three games, get the guys away from the rink um, and hopefully get it, uh, um, you know, under control. And then you can just kind of roll forward. And then Otto has got three games to make up, um, which to your point, they haven't used up a bunch of three day breaks. Um, so I'm sure the NHL would be able to find uh, some days in there where they can make it work. Um, how, how are you feeling about this whole situation? The way the NHL is going about COVID protocol and stuff this year. 
those are two different questions. Uh, I. All right. Well, listen. Let me. I, I want to ask think the, the second I think, part. I think the COVID protocols throughout the entire league are total fucking nonsense. Uh, they're completely Why? made up. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, yep. They change. It, one of the reasons why we're traveling, why we're traveling and keep in mind, like pandemic isn't over. Uh, COVID cases are, are going are on the rise again. And one of the reasons that you and I are going to be getting out onto the road is because we have better access to the team in other cities. Right. I don't, it doesn't, none of this makes sense to me. Um, so I don't, I don't know the 10 guys, 10 guys on a COVID list uh, for, for one team, dude, postpone your games like yes yeah in terms of that i'm all for that it makes total sense i understand um the rest of the the rest of the stuff dude i i don't well, i don't want to come, is... come across like i'm some sort of a skeptic or anything i believe in the vaccine buying into the science so very carefully watch yep. where i go and do what i do and, and make my decisions about all that stuff um so i don't i don't want this to be like AJ thinks the pandemic is over or whatever. Right. I just I just think that the regulations and the and the protocols and, and everything that and, and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Dude, it's totally it's totally random. It changes all the time. It depends on which city you're in. It makes no sense. There just seems to be invisible lines that we are just drawing where it's like, oh well, this is okay and that's okay. That's not okay, and now this is fine, and that's and for me, I'm just I, it just feels like there, there, there are some easy. There are some easy ways to do this. You, you, you society walks as slow as as fast as its slowest members. Yep. If people, if people don't want to participate and they don't want to get a vaccine, they don't want to do what's 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 good for everybody, uh, for those around them. Then you remove them from society. Then you kick them out. You don't let the you don't let them continue to get to do shit. It's just my well, personal and, opinion on it, and, and I just think it's. It, none of echo, it makes sense to me, man. None of this, none of this makes sense to me. So to echo that exact sentiment, that has been one of my frustrations this entire time. And honestly, it's it's what gives validity to some of these, you know, some arguments that really don't make a ton of sense or go along with with what a lot of you know. Again, not to get too in the weeds here, but it's just there, there, there is it's hard to find consistency in protocols and it's what makes all of this so frustrating and so confusing. And part of the reason why, in, in my opinion, we're still in this situation is because every time you turn the corner, there's a different rule to follow. Yeah, and I, half the time those rules go in conjunction with the last rule, half the time they go against what the last rule said. And, and it's just, it, it's just a mess. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's up or down anymore. I don't know where to go and what the rules are when I go different places or why the rules are what they are in those different places. I, I have no idea. So it doesn't make any sense to me. And you're welcome to think that how I feel about this is an awful take. There's a pretty good chance that I think that you're a moron. So fair is fair, right? And yeah, so so it's it's, I, it's good for, to see the NHL. Me, I don't, I, I don't, no, I don't know how to, as this pertains to hockey and, and all of this, dude, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, and that's what I was just about to say was like, you, I, what I'm you not like an expert about, in this field. So how I feel, right. how I feel about this is just, it just doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant. For sure. For sure. Like, and, I, and that's, I'm and that's an where it is nice. Field. It's nice to see that the NHL to, to what you said a minute ago, AJ, you've got 10 guys that cropped up on your COVID protocol list in just a couple of days. Yes. Postpone those games because that is something that is consistent with what they have said that they want to do and, and having people get the vaccines. Okay, cool. Hey, 
We're going to get the grasp of this, and then we're going to get back going again. You like to see them doing that. You hope that with the vaccines and, and them taking some time away from the rink, um, that, that they are able to get right back on track, and it ends up being a tiny little speed bump uh, you know, and a, and a blip in the radar of uh, of this overall NHL season. Um, but uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see. And again, the reason that this we're even talking about this on the show, um, this has a potential impact on the card avalanche one week from today. What happens with Ottawa, if they have any additional games postponed, it will begin to impact the Colorado avalanche. Um, so it's just something to keep an eye on as we go throughout the rest of this week. Um, AJ, final thoughts on anything we talked about here today. Logan O'Connor, top line, injuries, um, Nicholas uh, Obey-Kubel, um, Ottawa Senators, anything at all. I'm excited to see the new guy, man. I want to see yeah. – uh, he's an intriguing player. He really is. Uh, when when a team claims a random fourth-line guy from another team, you never know how it's going to go. Um, right. The Avs have actually done really well with waiver claims in recent years. But you keep in mind, there's the occasional Marco Dano floating out there where you're like, oh, God, I forgot that happened. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work well. You know, there's the, the, right. those those are also in Colorado's recent history. Right. So right. Um, we'll we'll see, man. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm really curious if the Avs roll into Vancouver and they smoke the Canucks. If that's it for Travis Green, like he's got to be on the verge, so. but also, so. also, does Jim Benning get to fire the head coach? Like, so you so know, because was... like Benning has been there for a while now, and it's like Benning is the guy who built all of this and the one who spent draft picks and maxed out their cap and did everything that they could for here, like to get them into the position that they're in. Do, do you let him make that decision? Like firing the coach is one thing, but you definitely don't let him hire another one, right? Like you let him bring in an interim, but you don't let him actually give another coach a contract, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I was actually, I was talking to a, a member of Vancouver media at, at the, the game last week. And he was saying, he goes, yeah, being around this team, not only is the coach lost to me, is they have lost complete faith in this front office. He doesn't the, the the individual I was talking to doesn't think that the players have any faith in the direction that the team is going. So yeah, I, I don't know if if you're gonna let Benning fire Travis Green, fine. But how far behind is uh, how is far Benning. behind is Benning? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean that's where this is where ownership needs to just be like, yeah. Sorry, bud. We've given you we've given you five years, six years, something like that to do it. Um. They've given up seven goals twice in their last three games and then five in the other one. Yeah, I mean, poor Thatcher Demko. Dude. Like he was he was their best player already. And then it was it was like watching Darcy Kemper in Colorado's the Colorado Arizona playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the dam just broke. Where it was like yeah. you just can't continue every single night to carry these guys. The right. dam broke and it was just uh, it's just a problem. So yeah, uh, well, yeah cool. no, no doubt, no doubt. Ownership is, is certain. Ownership is always part of the issue when, yeah. uh, when a franchise has that level of problem. So I will uh, last, last thought before we get out of here. Um, yeah. I do think it's interesting. We were talking about uh, Jared Bednar kind of being on the hot seat and how different a week Seriously, 
one to week. make things look because we were talking about a week ago. We were like, if this continues, you have to start having the conversation. What I, I mean, if the Canucks go out and they win every game this week, I don't know how many they play, but if they go out and say they win, well, I'm assuming two or three, they win every game this week. Does it drastically ease the pressure or is it just like, you know, like it's, it's, I it's think it really, eases it. The con, I just think the contrast is interesting to see between like, you don't want to fire Jared Bednar, but you have a really, really good team with really right. high expectations right. and a, and a, and a slow start that felt apocalyptic. And then you see the Canucks come into town and you're like, that's what the apocalypse actually looks like. Right. Right. And because that's a team that's still like trying to climb and be on the rise. And the fact yeah. that that climb seems not only stunted, but now going in the other direction. Yeah. Um, even if Vancouver were to go out and rattle off two, three wins, I think that alleviates some pressure from Travis green. But uh, I think that seat stays pretty hot uh, for the rest of this year. Uh, but we're going to get out of here. We will have much more conversation on um, the Vancouver Canucks as that is the abs next opponent. Uh, on Wednesday. So uh, keep an eye on ddnvr.com. Uh, make sure to like uh, and subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel so you can stay up to speed on when all of these are going live. Big shout out to our boy Yahir for helping us put together another uh, another show, helping us uh, sound good, look great. Uh, AJ, I will talk to you later. Uh, AJ Hanfley, Jesse Montano, DNVR Avalanche Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. We will talk to you guys later. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.